Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Thinking Pilates podcast. It has become increasingly clear that human beings do not thrive alone. We share the common ground of the Pilates method and the fact that in some way our lives have been influenced and propelled in one direction or another by that association. We come together in spite of forces that would keep us apart because we care deeply. We care too much to allow our fear of inadequacy, unworthiness, or being recognized as less than constantly awesome to stop us from sharing with one another the brilliant expression of our love and passion for what we do, our bloody beating hearts, and creative minds and spirit. Again, welcome to the Thinking Pilates Podcast, where we are having rich and sometimes way out there conversations about what is interesting and meaningful to our community. I'm Deborah Colway, and I am joined in this endeavor by Chantel Lopez and James Crater. The podcast is a passion project, so if you want to help us thrive and grow beyond just listening, let the world know what you think. You can leave us a review on iTunes or like our Facebook page, Thinking Pilates Podcast. Your comments and shares of the episodes you like best are valuable and much appreciated. They help keep the conversations alive. After the show, we'll give you some more details about how to connect with each of us and more about what we're up to individually. A quick warning. In our enthusiasm, we and our guests have been known to use a naughty word or two. We hope you won't mind too much and love all the words in between too much to care. And so, without further ado, on with the show. Hi, everybody. We are... We're culminating. Holy cow, finally. I mean, doesn't it feel like it's been a long time? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm here uh, clearly with Deborah and James, and this is our debrief. This is our show debrief with the three of us, and, and this season has been interesting um, in so many ways. I think the podcast has had a lot of growth, like behind the scenes, holy mackerel, I, I have busted my ass at, at, in such a <laughs> rewarding, you know, like in a rewarding way, like a, a lot of the same, like grind, but also I feel like we've, we have really, we've turned a corner, we've, you know, we've kind of um, done something new, we've made progress, we have like an official season, <laughs> <laughs> but it, but, and it's a, it was a little longer than I expected it to be and that we planned. But in any case, here we are. Um, it's officially episode 57 of the podcast. It's um, the next to last episode for season two. We're going to be following up with um, a teacher debrief, which I'm really excited um, about. But we we're just basically gonna shoot the shit and I don't know why I'm like right off the bat using a lot of like profanity but it just seems I don't know I I drove like 24 hours yesterday from Colorado from Momentum <laughs> Fest so maybe that's it maybe that has something to do with it. I feel like a trucker or something I don't know that, that's it yeah we're gonna yeah. put on the trucker energy yeah um but I'm really glad too to be talking with the two of you and to have just been in the presence of the three of us together in, yeah. it, you know, in Colorado was really sweet. And mm-hmm. so 
we're just going to totally jump in. You know, the three of us have talked briefly about the season and about some of the things that have impacted us. And the whole point of the debrief is to share that with you all and, um, you know, like kind of give you some insight into how we were moved and what was powerful for us and what was fun and um, how we feel like the conversation is being shaped and where we're going. Like, I think we have, it's just such a beautiful thing to see it unfolding and to have um, ideas about like what season three will be holding for all of us, mm-hmm. you know, and for mm-hmm. the podcast. So I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not really feeling up to starting launch, you know, launching into like, here's what I loved, but I know are either of you feeling up to, to jumping in? Well, I just loved, um, you know the theme. The theme of the season was celebration, and uh, it, it it came from the uh, the, the PMA debacle of um, <laughs> hey, you know technology just not being on my side, and mm-hmm. uh, you know lost some really incredible interviews with um, amazing teachers and practitioners, and it was like just bad news, just mm. gone. And the way we were able to uh, resurrect the theme and sort of pivot around it, um, I think says a lot about uh, us as a team and sort mm-hmm. of um, where we're sort of headed. It was like taking, truly taking lemons and making lemonade out of it mm-hmm. and uh, creating a whole season around celebration. And I think as a total the fact that the season was, you know, we're a Pilates podcast, we're a movement podcast, and that we were able to take themes so outside of movement and make it relevant to what we do as an industry, to what we do on a daily basis. I mean, from Pete Hamill, who's all about, like, corporate embodiment, uh, mm-hmm. golfing, and uh, ecosomatics, whatever that is, with Chandler Stevens, and <laughs> it was a cohesive, you know, it was a cohesive experience. And when we get to the Chandler Stevens, I mean, that just, you know, that's, that's a whole conversation. That's a podcast about the podcast. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it was, um, it was just a really, really great experience to sort of go like, well, here's, here's a mess up and we're going to mm-hmm. pivot. We're going to make it something great. And then just kind of, you know, watch it unfold and, and encompass. And, you know, where I'm doing this whole shift happens thing right now. And it's like, when I look at this season, it's like, this is the shift. It's, it's tackling mm-hmm. the human experience through the vessel of movement. And right. that's, you know, that was this season. I'm just excited yeah. to keep going. Yeah. And I think too, that's one of the things, you know, like to get to the end of, of what can in some moments feel like a really grueling experience, you know, especially, you know, in the, in the technical end of, of this to get to the end of an official season two where we, we, I mean, we launched a new website, you know, like we redid yeah. the website. We, we changed, um, uh, you know, back, some back end stuff. And so now the, the podcast is being published by a really great company and we're on Spotify and we have new intro outro music. And like, we really, like we really did some great stuff and yeah. content wise, I think 
this is one of the things that I'm most proud of is to get to the end and to look back and go, this, we're really fulfilling the vision of the podcast because, you know, I think oftentimes I find myself uh, saying, you know, it's, it, the podcast is different than Pilates Unfiltered in so much as from my perspective, you know, we're really, we, we are intentionally looking at the human experience through movement and Pilates happens to be, you know, like yeah. our, our particular doorway, but it's yeah. not the thing that we are, you know, like wanting to talk about only. But yeah. it's important that we do talk about it. And so we have had, you know, in this season, so it's such a great mix, I think, of experienced and, um, you know, teachers, Pilates teachers from a variety of backgrounds and with a variety of history. And I just feel like we really fulfilled the vision of the podcast. And this is something, if if you listened to the debrief from, you know, the the unending season one, um, that <laughs> we were talking about this, right? The three of us were talking about, and and we spent some time actually rewriting the vision for the podcast. Um, yeah. And we we created this idea of we the movement and this kind of thing that was really on our minds. And it is just one of those great moments for me because I'm like a follow through girl. Like I get so much out of completing something. And for me, it's a bit of that experience of like getting to the end and looking back and going, we have absolutely created a season of podcast shows that reflects our vision for the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I just think, I mean, maybe that doesn't seem like a big deal, but to me, it just feels like we're like totally doing it. We're like absolutely 100% totally doing the thing that we said we were going to do. Yeah. Well, and it's also too, like when you're within the episode, you're in the conversation and, and sort of on to the next, you know, it seems like little islands. And mm-hmm. to look back on it and be like, that told a cohesive story. Like there was a there was a thing that happened there and that season fits into the greater story and and the story yet untold, but it also mm-hmm. lives on its own. It's like if you just kind of follow that season, um, from Brooke all the way to Chandler, it's like there's there's a story, it makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was somehow, I mean, maybe we'd be saying this too, if it was in a different order, but looking back on it and, you know, kind of looking at the episodes sitting here on the computer, it's like, oh, perfect. Like a perfect mm-hmm. weaving, you know, like a really good job storytelling, you know, like yeah. just weaving in and out of of the of the profession itself and then the the just the deeper levels of interaction and and you know being with people we yeah it was good it was good yeah it was good hmm i mean i do have something more interesting to say than it was good but that's it that's it for now that works <laughs> Deborah, Deborah, what yes. what was it like for you? I mean, this is yeah. an interesting, you know, this is an interesting, um, you know, quote unquote, the season for you because you co-hosted less this mm-hmm. season, and so, and but you listened, mm-hmm. so you did a lot of listening. So from a different perspective, like, what's it, what's it all mm-hmm. been like? Well, I've been sitting here uh, doing my thing, listening, and taking notes. Um, <laughs> I. And I am writing things that I 
didn't know I would write down. Um, you know, thinking back, I didn't know that James was going to bring up, you know, the ending of last season and the whole thing that happened with the taping. And then we came up with the celebration. And I do remember my own um, offering at that time was, you know, really, really feeling very strongly that what I was celebrating was this idea of appreciating the next generation. And when I say that, it's not just an age demarcation because some of the next generation of people that are coming up and through are close to my age. It's, uh, you know, it's more just the next wave, let's say, not the next generation, the next wave of, of what's happening. Um, mm. And I had, a, I had an intention way back with the We the Movement concept I don't know if you remember that I was really um, inspired by reading Gloria Steinem's memoir, My mm-hmm. Life on the Road, and what had struck me so much and what I've been really trying to keep coming back to over and over in whatever role. You know, we've talked about, are we the teacher? Are we the guide? Are we the facilitator? What are we? You know, and this feeling that I've had for so many years, which is that all oh, these people come into my life and I'm just talking and talking and talking and talking, and I just never stop talking. And there's all these people that I wish I knew about them, and I know that in my role they're coming for me to do whatever that thing is that I'm supposed to be doing. And over the years, I've just become less and less interested in what I have to say, even though I still keep talking, and really honestly want to hear what other people have to say and what their experience of being a human is. And so I realized that I had this double-edged sword going on this season where I had a certain amount of guilt around my lack of participation in a strong way. I I didn't offer as many people up. I didn't host as, as much. Um, and I thought, ooh, Maybe I was actually doing what I said I wanted to do, which was allow myself to take a bit of a back seat. And the the guilt came because my habit to participate and be responsible, you know, is so strong. And yet the truth is, um, I could, I could, I could appreciate and enjoy and sit back and consider what everybody else was saying, and that. Um, that helped me come along this whole season and get to where I think what we're talking about is we're feeling this culmination, we're feeling the end of a season, and I can actually look back and see the cohesiveness of it, and I feel extremely validated personally because Mm -hmm. I started out just wanting to talk about not Pilates with Chantil, you know, five years ago, four years ago, whatever it was, I... I just wanted I wanted somebody that I really felt comfortable with and in sync with. And it was huge until obviously and we started the podcast. And for me, as I know I've said before, it was um selfish in a way. I, I just I wanted to be able to talk about things with somebody. And then of course the thing has grown and taken on a life of its own. And um and I um I listen to the podcast and I look back at what people are saying and I 
I feel like I've lived a really good life because I feel like I've actually participated in very good things in my life. And um, that makes me really happy. And I don't think I would have had the same kind of lens into that acknowledgement without the podcast. So I I, hmm. I feel like I, I knew something that I didn't have words for, and it's been happening, it's been unfolding, and each of you have skills and knowledge that I don't have. And so because of spending this kind of time with the two of you and our, and our podcast participants, you know, my life has been enriched without me having to be the sole generator of all of it. Um, so there's so many things I could say relative to each of the different podcasts, but I think in terms of debriefing, there's like right now just sitting here um, and coming off momentum and having you stay in my home until these last several days, I, I just, I feel very satisfied and I feel very relaxed. Mm. And um, that, maybe that's all I'll say right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say more about that too. Um, because I think it will be interesting, as I mentioned to the two of you before, that we we do touch on our experience with Momentum Fest. I mean, one of the big growth markers, I think, for us as a podcast was that we we did have a podcast um, sponsor, and it was Momentum Fest. Obviously, if you've been listening, you know that. And the three of us were totally there together in, in Colorado. <laughs> and it was, you know, it was like, wow, that actually, that all happened. Um, and there were so many great things about being there together and being there with a lot of other people who, for me, it continues to be an interesting experience to have relationships with people in the digital realm, um, Mm -hmm. that, that feel meaningful. And yet there is still this, I feel myself like still there's a little, uh, shield, you know, like a little protective layer of like, I don't really know what this person is, what they say they are or who they seem to be. Um, so that just, I had that with a couple of people and it was great, but I don't want to go there quite yet, but I think we should, um, before we close. Um, I, I do think, uh, I mean, I just don't even know like what to say about what about these episodes for heaven's sakes i mean this the first episode the the celebration right like like getting everybody Mm -hmm. to to record like that was epic like that was so great like that really was like the biggest making of lemonade from women's that i probably have ever experienced you know like yeah that was like wow like like you said james like way to go team like we yeah man we really pulled that together and that was just such a sweet happy like joyful you know just think it really set the tone for for the season and for the way that we approached Mm -hmm. each of the uh, each of the interviews and each of the people i mean until you remember like yeah I was in the hallway on the stairs at the Pilates Center because that's the only place my phone worked, and I was 
trying to get you to help me do the recording thing, and I didn't understand how that worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I didn't know that I could go back to the homepage thing on the phone and still be talking to you <laughs> and figure it out. Yes. Like, yeah, that was the whole thing. Call yeah. you back. I mean, there's been so many little moments like that for me that have seemed completely out of reach, whether it's just how to use the computer, how to use the phone, be on a <laughs> conference call, which is so ridiculous. <laughs> but, you know, I, there's, those are scary moments for me. Like I feel I'm going to ruin something or screw it up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, you know, you're just kind of on the phone t- talking me through it and, going to be all right and you know that for me is also when I look back at how many little things like that which you two just take for granted on some level I think totally yeah yeah and mm-hmm. um yeah it's like all this <laughs> hidden value <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely absolutely uh, I well, mean speaking it's of never- moments yeah speaking of moments that I thought would never happen was episode two with Brooke Thomas mm-hmm that that was a fangirl moment for me. I mean, it was, you know, wanting, wanting to be interviewed by her for so long just to be able to have a conversation with her. And then she's on our podcast mm-hmm. and just showed up so genuinely was, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of those things like when you've been a fan of someone for a really long time, there's always that thing of like, well, is this just how they are on their podcast or how they are on paper or whatever it is? And um, she's just she's just genuine. She's just a lovely, yeah. lovely human being. And to that point, I think, I don't know why I feel like I was surprised about this, but I was continuously a little surprised through the season um, of like – Holy hell, like, who are these people? Like, (laughs) they are so smart and so invested in their work and not just invested in their work as like an academic endeavor or an endeavor period, but, but like as an expression of helping others and being with others and sharing. And then every single one of them, honestly, Mm -hmm. every single one. So like, you are a fantastic human being. I mean, yeah. I just the every I left every single conversation just feeling like I'm never gonna be afraid ever again to approach anybody. You know, it's yeah. like you just it's like I, I generally take the point of view that people are good and kind, even though you know, you know, they're they're not always obviously. Yeah, yeah, but, that, that but like I, I do, yeah, I do believe people are good and kind. Like I really do have like I have that general outlook. Mm-hmm. I think. And and yet still, I feel surprised sometimes when it's like, well, you are really good. <laughs> like, just, I don't know, I particularly, like, too, with Brooke, like, you know, like, holding her kind of on a pedestal and, and yeah. then talking with her like she's just your next-door neighbor. Yeah. But honestly, you know, more, I think it was, like, the people who I really didn't know at all. Like yeah. like Pete Hamill um, and John Sharkey. Like I John just, Sharkey, those, yeah. Yeah, those two in particular, because I didn't know, and they just seemed so far removed from, like, yeah. you know, we don't really, like, there's, we're not really having a lot in common, or there's not, like, any common thread necessarily. I mean, with John a bit more, but 
in particular, I remember ending both of those conversations just probably saying, but definitely thinking, my God, like that people are great. Like these people are great. Like mm-hmm. so kind and so genuine and so wonderful and just so like, you know, wanting to share their work. I mean, I do think beyond any specific nuggets that that might have been one of the things that made the greatest impact on me this season. I have two impacty thoughts. Like, first of all, I just want to say with regard to John Sharkey, um, I loved listening to him on for many reasons, obviously, but um, again, the age thing, you know, and the whole thing with the massage schools in the 70s and the, mm-hmm. you know, all that. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, that was my life. <laughs> I actually almost thought, I need to write to him and tell him why that was good, you know, <laughs> why all those experiences were good, because... Um, you know, I, I was living here in, uh, well, I was living in New York in the 70s, but then later in the 80s here in Boulder, Boulder School of Massage, and just all that crazy stuff that was going on and him being able to land the development in a way of um, the progress or the development of various body works and thematic things, you know, and I mean... I've dabbled so much in so many of those things that it was kind of like a little reunion of sorts listening to his um to his podcast um and i in turn i think that the um for me there was almost two two a little oversimplified but almost kind of two tracks of conversations and one was um the people who were a little bit more Pilates people, um, kind of oh, stretching themselves and feeling their this kind of growing pains around wanting to move out, wanting to expand, wanting to grow, and feeling that tug of almost like the child who's not sure if they can, if they're allowed, you know, to whatever, you know, go around the block or something instead of just up and down the street in front of the house. And um, I, I, I kept thinking, this is just natural. So there was that, this track that I felt of people who are beautiful people with such integrity and struggling with their past or their sense of lineage or their sense of loyalty or whatever it is, and wanting very genuinely to just spread their wings and grow and try things. And I, my heart was broken several times. Um, I just wanted to say, this is natural, you guys. This is what it means to grow up. This isn't a bad thing. You you find yourself. You develop yourself. You try things, you know, and, and that's that's how it's supposed to be. And then this other track for me, which was um, just these people with amazing knowledge and background in other areas, again, things that I dabbled in but never disciplined myself particularly or took the time to go whole hog into a field of study and as a kind of a tangent, again, that's where I've appreciated 
you two so much because I feel like you've actually both schooled yourself differently than I have and um, can, you know, talk about things that have and terms and that whole thing. And that's my neuroses too, which is, again, what I appreciated a little bit about listening to Chandler who, you know, is so educated and yet the conversation of none of that holds any water if you can't actually touch someone or communicate well and um, none of it matters if they don't understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I I felt so relaxed and relieved when I heard him say that because, again, for me, I'm the other end of the spectrum from him. You know, I just um, did not go into academia very strongly because I started dancing late, you know, and I just had this complete need and drive to catch up and um and so many, so many things have interested me and I've dabbled. Like I've made my life as a dabbler and felt often like, ooh, I'm kind of, um, I'm a bit of a spy or a sneak or something in some of these other areas. Um, but just that so many people coming onto the podcast with vastness. And, um, mm-hmm. and again, like if you want to bring it back to celebration, this honestly celebrating the humanity you know and that people do go in different directions and people Mm -hmm. do find themselves pulled and intrigued and then knocked down and having to shift direction and and all of it and what the hell my level of profanity um (laughs) you know what the hell happened I'll say the F word if it makes you happy, but um, what the <laughs> hell happens that we were taught somehow that we're that we are supposed to go on this linear thing and get good at something and just stick with it? Um, you know, I mean, I was taught. I'm very clear about this: that you you start and you go and you you know you don't want to lose time. You don't want to veer off and try something over here because you're on this linear path and you don't want to lose, um, what, like lose track or lose your leverage or whatever. You just have to kind of plug away and keep going. And, um, you know, so this is a bit of a story, but when I was in New York City, um, I really, really, really wanted to go work on the, on Pete Seeger's boat when they were cleaning up the Hudson River. And I wanted to spend the summer on his sloop on the Hudson River, helping clean clean up the Hudson River. And I didn't do it because I was too afraid not to be in ballet class every day at 9.30, you know? Mm. And um, there's, like, things like that. I mean, why not? And then take your chances, you know? Come back and see what happens. But now I know I'm rambling, so I'm going to stop again. But I just feel like the people on the podcast, a lot of what we got to experience are... You know, through people's stories, it is the results of going one direction and then going another direction and going another direction. And on the one hand, that's kind of what it is to grow up. But on the other hand, if you don't have encouragement and you don't have support, you know, sometimes you just don't. Mm. Mm-hmm. My sister once said to me when we were growing up, 
in the kind of like heat of my passion to become a dancer. <clears throat> we were all still living at home, I guess, unless she was just visiting. And she said to me, you know, I don't think she'll ever listen to it. So it's okay. She said to me, <laughs> if you don't learn to talk about something other than dance, I'm going to stop talking to you. <laughs> you know, and um, that's kind of how I started to feel about the P word. You know, it's like, I need, to, I need to talk about something else. It doesn't mean that I don't love it and that when I'm in it, I give my all wholeheartedly. But there's so much. There's yeah. so much that's rich and wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's like, that's sort of what makes the podcast interesting, I think, is how mm-hmm. how do we circulate around uh, the topic, the Pilates movement, whatever, uh, but bring into it other, um, other interests, other insights, other feeders. And, you know, everyone has their own experience with it. And what I heard over and over again this season um, was how much three podcast uh, episodes in particular stood out to people. Uh, one was Blossoms. That got a lot of traction. Uh, mm-hmm. John Sharkey's and Chandler mm-hmm. Stevens. And mm-hmm. there's something about those three that, I mean, all of them are great. All of them, you know, I heard really positive feedback. But those three in particular, there's something there. There was something within those episodes that um, really that really struck a chord with, with people. And so sitting back and... Um, like what? What was my experience with that? Like as I was doing it, what was what was the thing that I was experiencing? You know, all of them are uh, professional and wonderful and intelligent and know what they're doing. But they those those three really showed up as people, and uh, just sort of laughed and made jokes. And there was a there was a human like quality to it. Um, and I don't know if I told you guys or not, but uh, Jason, my fiance, started listening to the podcast this season. And so yeah. it's been really interesting to get sort of an outsider's perspective, someone who doesn't know anything about, you know, the movement and the Pilates and, and all that. He's listening to it just to listen to it. And those three are the same ones he commented on hmm. and really enjoyed hmm. them. <laughs> So and, I don't know what, what as, as listeners, what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll ask um, as that. listeners, how did that go for you guys? Like what was there, uh, is that what you heard or was there maybe even for you, Deborah, was there a thing, you know, as, as someone listening to it, is there a thing that happened in those three or what, mm-hmm. what was interesting there? Well, I guess those are the examples. Like, those those were the two tracks for me that I already that I kind of already mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on the one hand somebody so lovely in her commitment and then so sparkly in her um tentative but not so tentative you know venturing forth mhm and um like I have to say I like, I thought you guys, the two of you with the kettlebell comment, you know, it's like, why, you know, it's like, it's okay to do kettlebell. 
you know, <laughs> or whatever it is. John Sharkey, just that sort of wealth of just guts and, I mean, like, God, just what he knows. With Chandler, you know, I just listened to it. And I think, and this is what I was trying to describe to the two of you earlier when we were talking, of all of them for me, and again, I think it's because of some of the stuff we already talked about, uh, I felt like a, I didn't feel like one of the co-hosts of the podcast listening for um, what I might comment on later or um you know, wondering what other people's experience was going to be. I just listened as a person Mm -hmm. and was just washed over and over. You know, I did my thing where I took copious notes. First, it was funny because when when I listened to it at first, I was cleaning up the kitchen, so I couldn't write. And I was thinking about that whole thing about stewardship and, you know, what is it to make, believe in my words, to make the world a more beautiful place or something and just... Well, I'm cleaning the kitchen, <laughs> and I'm actually going to wipe off the top of the stove, you know. And um, so, so that was just kind of cute. But um, the, I just he he got into it, you know. He just let himself stop his initial kind of presenter that awkwardness of having to describe who he is and what he does, and and then he relaxed. You could just feel it. You can just feel him relax and talk about what he loves. And um, it was so genuine that I I like stood in my kitchen and relaxed with him and just felt I felt validated in all the areas of my life where I have jumped around and tried things. I mean, everything from somatic stuff to to Buddhism, to uh, movement things that I've tried and explored. And um, like I said earlier, I just, I felt like, wow, I've lived, I've lived a good life. I've, I've done things that are, that are human and life, um, what's the word, life giving, you know, and um, I may not have the most education, you know, from an academic standpoint, but, but I've involved myself, myself in so many things that I've been able to, to shape with, with other people and, and have that kind of aliveness. And it all came from the body. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It all came because as a child, I did no formal anything because it just wasn't happening in my household. But, like, I I had to move. I didn't understand it. I would walk to school when the other kids took the bus. And I knew, like, you, James, drive home from the airport instead of get a ride mm-hmm. you by yourself. Mm-hmm. So I would walk home from school because school was so intense. And I'd walk home from school as a – I didn't know I was doing this, but it was my way of – um transitioning into going home or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that was. And then, of course, starting yoga really, really young um, and starting meditation really young. It's just been in my formative years how I've, how I grew up. So um, knowing oneself through the body, like what did he say? 
we don't have a body, we are a body or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've always thought about this too. I've always thought like, how is it different? How do you, like your experience of being alive is different if you're short than if you're tall, you know? Mm-hmm. And your experience of being alive is different if you have really loose ligaments or if you're, or if you're tightly wound, bound physically. Like you actually feel the world and you see out of yourself differently depending on your tissue. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's documented, but I think it's true. And what an amazing, amazing gift to be able to be a person who lives their life out of what they think is important and what they care about. Mm-hmm. You know, what a what a gift that is. Instead of living your life from some sense of obligation or a job that you hate or just being stuck or trapped or any of the ways that, that people are. I don't know if, if he um, thinks about that when he describes himself, but um, if it's really true that that's how he spends his time. You know, I think it's an interesting question, James, to to say, like, well, what... To I've just been, you know, listening to Deborah and also simultaneously, like, what, what are the threads? Like, this... What did you say, Deborah? Something about like you know, listening to to these three or to everybody really like the you know the manifestation of awareness of self and the expression of one's life, but through the body, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. like that is very much the, the underlying like the thread, um, mm-hmm. and the, these beautiful things I think that were revealed in each one of the shows about mm-hmm. the person, you know, yeah. more more or less. But for everybody, like Brooke's story about her own mm-hmm. body and mm-hmm. John's history and, you know, Jenna's experience with Ron and this idea of, like, holding something in his hand, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, and then to kind of see her, like, literally embody that in Mo- at Momentum Fest. Right, um, yeah. And then Heather, you know, to, to listen to Heather's story and to see... I think that's one thing, not just about our podcast, but about podcasts in general, that is so, so wonderful is that you do get to see the world through somebody else's eyes um, mm-hmm. and to see yourself in them and to, um, to, to be pushed and challenged. And, and here's the thing I was thinking of and why I appreciated the question, James, about like, well, what about these three that seem to be, you know, popular, um, what was it, you know? And I was thinking, like, they all said things that were, like, surprising, like, startling and yeah. a little surprising in different ways because that's the feedback, like, in text message and emails that yeah. I've got almost always from people. But if I think about in regard to these specific episodes, it's like people literally would listen and and then write me and be like, what the hell just happened? Like, what, did, <laughs> what, what did she say? What is she talking yeah. about? What did he say? Yeah. What, what's he even mean? Like, what's, what's happening? And I think or the, or like, the one that I would get, the one that I would get is I literally had to pull over my car and write something down. Yeah, or I would get things like I had to stop the podcast because I was crying. <laughs> you know, or, or yeah. you know, because it's, it, I think the thing 
is that people are like hearing things that are really challenging them. It's simple to complex ideas that are pushing buttons in some way. And, Mm -hmm. and I just think that's, we're doing a good job. Right. And I think we're, that's just like, that's really thrilling to know that there are things being revealed and said that are like, whoa, like I did not expect her to say that. Like, well, let's follow that thread. Like that's, that's amazing. Like that's so cool. You know, I had no idea that, where did that come from? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, I think that's maybe one of the things that makes particularly John and I think some of the things that Chandler said, I'm trying to think of, you know, I mean, just I'm looking at like some of the quotes from the show notes in each of these episodes. And I mean, honestly, like Brooks, when she said tenderness may be the most powerful force in the universe, Mm -hmm. I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I I, I buy it totally. But I would never have said that, you know, like I don't know that I would have come to that. And so you feel like, Yes, I'm in whole agreement and like, oh, my heart is racing because I feel like I just heard some bit of wisdom that I really wasn't expecting to hear. Yeah. Uh, It's not just, it's not like, it's not that complicated, you know, but it's so meaningful. And I feel like that happened in just pretty much every episode in some fashion Um, that was just like, oh, yes, like so you know, Heather talking about tenacity and, um, I mean, so many things in the Blossom conversation. I feel like I was just laughing the whole time. Yeah. You know, that was just such a lighthearted but also really powerful exploration, yeah. as Deborah said, about seeing the balance of reverence and exploration, which I know is something we've talked a lot about through, you know, through the season. But in any case, just that's, that's what I was thinking. Surprising, like delightful and, and surprising mm-hmm. and like, like stop, rewind. What was that? Stop, rewind. Yeah. What was yeah. that? Stop, rewind. What are they talking about? Stop, rewind. It's like, well, that's, that's, that's what we want, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. the gig. Yeah. So that's a good question for all of you listening. Like what, what was it? Like what made the ones you loved Good, lovable, like what, you know, I don't know. Go ahead. No, I'm just laughing about them being lovable. (laughs) About what? Well, you said what made them lovable, and I just got tickled by Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you kind of hit the nail on the head there, talking about... um, uh, with with the Jenna podcast or talking about Ron stuff. And, um, you know, we were kind of talking about momentum fest and, and the physicality or, or, you know, when you have online relationships with people or you're listening to things on podcasts or you read something online and then when you see it in person, um, there's a thing there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, Jenna told that story about the, about the Ron thing, you know, holding something in his hand. And she always wanted to know what that something was. And so I took her class at Momentum Fest. And as, a, as someone who had interviewed her in that and also being her friend, to watch her have that experience on stage where she was teaching 
that series. She was teaching the flow that, you know, in, in her interpretation of the flow that Ron had done um, and seeing that in person. And I know, Deborah, you were in that class with me. And Chantel, you were also in that class with me, of course. We had our polyvagal moment. We had, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had a huge we polyvagal moment. We, <laughs> how did that uh, hit you guys? What was that experience like for you at Momentum Fest? Uh, well, I'll just jump in and go real quick. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, um, I was really, I felt compelled to be there because the podcast was a sponsor and also mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, the three of us were going to get a chance to like stand in the same space together, but also because there were these, there were a couple of people, I mean, really, yeah, a couple of people who I was I was like actually going to also be standing in the same space with for the first time, and and I, so that was like my intent was just to be have like kind of this like I wasn't really there for the classes honestly like they were mm-hmm. great most of them and but it wasn't like that's not even why I was there and, and I road tripped as you both know from you know mm-hmm. California with my kids and that was amazing and I just really I just felt so happy and soft and Deborah you talked about this before and just I had no like there was nothing for me to do which was awesome but to be there yeah. And, yeah. and to just be there with everybody like not as a I mean I all many people who I saw there I was the teacher of or the mentor of but a lot of them I were I was just peers you know they were my peers my friends and some people obviously I didn't know but there was it was it was just very spacious for me and very sweet and very well done. And um, I think for the first time of, of something being put together on this scale, it felt like, oh, yeah, like this is actually happening pretty well. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah. like neat, neato, really neat. And, you know, I won't go into the kind of the full experience, but, you know, talking to Jenna and, and being there with her um, for the first time in person was lovely. It was really lovely. And as mm-hmm. I told you and I told her too, you know, it's like I wasn't, I wasn't, I was, I was holding back a little of my expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was, I was met and beyond. And that was, that was very sweet. And the, the last class she taught that I took um, movement mantra, mm-hmm. you know, like I cried through the whole thing a little bit. And so that was good. And the whole yeah. thing was good. <laughs> like the whole thing was very sweet and, and it was just, it was just sweet and low key. And I appreciated actually, there was a funny thing that happened. A couple of people that I knew who were there were like, why, why isn't this more workshoppy? Like I brought my pen and paper and I want to like take notes. And I'm like, Oh no, that's not what this is about. And I, and I just felt like really like, Oh yeah, no, you didn't like you're on the wrong wavelength, honey. You got to get like, you got to (laughs) relax. Like this is just, (laughs) this is just about like really celebrating each other and movement and, and everybody really like after the first day, I think got the idea mostly like yeah. that's not what yeah. we're here for. Um, yeah. So it was just lovely. I mean, I could talk more about, you know, specific things, but two thumbs up for me. Yeah. Yeah. James, did you mean literally 
what was it like to be in Jenna's class and watch her do the thing with her hand? Either way. Either, either way. way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to say about momentum in general, though, um, I was so happy to be there, even not the whole time. And I um, wasn't supposed to be in town initially, so I, I was supposed to be, you know, teaching somewhere else. And so I completely didn't have it on my radar as a thing that I would pay any attention to. And then when the teaching gig got canceled, all of a sudden I was like, ooh, um, now what? <laughs> it was like a, you know, it was like a steer on the ship in another direction again. And um, I met Jessica, uh, and I had also loved her podcast from last season. I just thought she was totally delightful. And it was so great to meet her. I met her in Denver. We had coffee and um, and I cried the whole time just talking to her because it was just so genuine. Mm-hmm. And um, and I didn't cry the whole time, uh, but some of the time. And um, just to be with somebody um, passionate and intelligent and dedicated and the mother of two little children who's just, I don't know, I just I enjoyed her so much that I, you know, very much wanted to participate on some level. And um, and it was too late to go in as a teacher, and so that was so great. I just thought I'll go and just be there. And my friend Victoria Mogilevsky from Minneapolis, whom I mentor, was coming, um, and she, uh, she was bringing her family, her daughters, and another woman who trained with us. And one of her daughters couldn't come right away, and so basically got to slip into the hotel room and go to the meet and greet and um, be there for this full day, like, you know, somewhat anonymous. And mm. um, it was it was just fun. It was just really, really fun. And then, of course, also meeting in the flesh these people who I've only seen online or talked to on the podcast. And, you know, it's kind of like seeing somebody in the morning without their makeup on. Um it was just, uh, it was just great. And, um, uh, and then the part about, um, Jenna, you know, it just brings out the, the sort of part about dance that, that I always loved so much, being able to do those, those patterns of Ron's and, and remember him and, um, I don't know. There's that grace. There just really is that thing about grace. It was like being with him, like being in a Martha Graham class or um, just something, an exalted way of moving um, mm. that that just, uh, and that that thing that you're actually, again, you're, your body, you're using your body, using isn't the best word, but you're using your body as a, as a, like a source for expression, mm-hmm. not not to like not fitness. You know, it's like your body is you're showing a bit of your soul and you're sharing it with other people, and um, that's it's just so beautiful when you can click into that, and um, that's just really really fun. And then I was also brought to my knees a little bit because things physically that I used to just do, you know, I was like, oh, wow, that, that doesn't happen quite so easily anymore. 
you know, and so I had to just kind of get more soul oriented and less joint oriented, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I was happy. I was just I was happy to meet people, and I was happy to be there and um, have people come up to me and say things like, "Do you remember me?" And uh, you don't know me, but I've seen you on parties any time. You know, it just was so sweet. You know, and mm-hmm. um, just nice. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. And then, of course, to have Chantel come back to the house with the children was just absolute mm-hmm. icing on the cake. I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, that was great. It was a great, yeah. great, great many days. Really, really sweet. Well, what about you, James? Um, it was uh, it was exceptional. I mean, again, I think um, I I did have the privilege of of presenting, and I think the consensus with all the presenters is we're still trying to formulate our words and sort of ground the experience, um, because it was just really special, you know, as a I think no matter where you are, no matter in what form you present your work, even presenting it X amount of times over and over again or your first time or whatever, there's a nervousness. There's a nervousness of, is anyone going to like it? Is it, uh, is it going to be good? Is it whatever, whatever the voice is saying? And so, um, you know, you, you, that's the thing. You show up and, and there's that kind of cloud over you. And you teach the first one. And it's like, okay, luckily for, for Anula, luckily for me, my first one was with Anula. And there was like a baby tornado literally happening as we're teaching. So that <laughs> sort of took the pressure off. We're outdoors and like the wind is whipping in such a way that if you got off your mat, the mat just flew. So that kind of took the pressure off. And then after, you know, after that, you know, the seal had been broken and it was like, okay, I'm here and this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to teach. And progressively it got like more and more settled. And it wasn't just like from the act of teaching, it was from the act of being saturated in the event. And there was like little to no separation between teacher and student. Like if you weren't teaching, Mm -hmm. you were just hopping into your friend's class or Mm -hmm. someone you didn't know's class. And it wasn't like, you know, I'm going to, I'm the teacher and I'm just going to be doing the teaching thing this weekend. It was like, no, I'm going to teach and then I'm going to take classes for three hours and I'm not mm-hmm. teaching him. And uh, so it made it really special. And I'll say everyone, every single one of the presenters was uh, just a wonderful human. And, uh, you know, Jessica just is the most amazing host ever. And it was one of those things, literally when we were showing up, you don't know, you don't know how it's going to run. It's the first time for this thing and you're just kind of showing up for it and who knows. And what, what you guys experienced was exactly what we experienced. Everything just ran everything. I'm sure I'm, you know, I'm sure on, on their part, there was something that went wrong, but we never saw it. It just sort of, it just sort of ran and everyone seemed to have a really great time and I felt supported, I felt uplifted, and I really felt loved. I felt mm-hmm. loved from, you know, the the presenters and 
the people in attendance and not in a ego sort of way, but in like a human, like we all just got yeah. kind of honorable and not lying. When, when I say we laughed in front of everyone, we cried in front of everyone. We taught our asses off in front of everyone, we mm-hmm. made mistakes in front of everyone. And it just, um, there was love. Yeah. So, you know, still trying to like pinpoint, you know, so it's that same thing. Like, why were those podcasts so special? Like, why was this so special? And I don't know. It just was. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, mm, yeah. It just was. Yeah. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start moving us downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Um we as I said before, we have one more episode where we're gonna do this kind of thing with um some of you. And so um by the time this comes out that will have already been recorded and so you've missed the boat, but <laughs> maybe next time. <laughs> we are going to do the, the teacher debrief in all seriousness for every, you know, I, as far as we know, um, we'll do it again for each season because I do think it's it's an important and valuable part of kind of the process where we are engaging in. Um, and we'll give you some more details about, um, you know, like when the third season is going to start and, and whatnot. But I think we we do have one final thing that we want to put out there, and I'm going to hand it over to Deborah um, okay. to share some news with all of you, um, which will be deeply affecting us as we move into uh, season three in in a lot of really good ways. I think you know, and good for her too. So, um, yeah, take it away, dear. Well, just briefly, um, my goal for the next little bit of my life is to um, try not to have the main thing that comes out of my mouth all the time be, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) I'm the only one who can do that. So I'm taking, in, in a way, a sabbatical from season three so that I don't have to live with the guilt of um, not on a regular basis coming up with um, people to to host and then having to do the time involved in researching that person, etc. And also because there's two there's two projects that I really really want to work on um, that I've been hemming and hawing over for a long time. We we've, we've all been talking about the concept of um, mentoring a lot and out of that there's this term passing the torch, etc. And for me at this age um, I have spent an awful lot of time thinking about the concept of mentoring, the concept of lineage or um whatever that is, wherever I'm going in this next phase of my life as someone who is going to continue to participate in whatever I'm going to participate, I've heard different things from different people. And one, the thing that kind of really struck me in a bit of a painful way 
was when I heard somebody say one time, sure, you're happy to pass the torch, but only if we do it the way you want us to do it. And that really struck me. And um, I've contemplated this an awful lot. And true to me, I have to try to make something funny. So I came up with uh, a different term. So I came up with instead of passing the torch, first I came up with letting go of the torch. And then I thought, letting go of the torch but still talking because since it's me, I keep talking. And I clearly have things to say. I want to share. I want to give back. And what I want to do is a project where I interview many people with regard to, okay, here I am. What what do I have to offer you as you proceed now, whether you're just starting to teach, whether you're at a phase in your life where you're really getting going? Um, what is it that somebody like myself does have to offer? What What is that? And what would you like to take on? And I know that this is very, very different for different people because, for example, there are people that I mentor who have never done any kind of Pilates outside of the Pilates Center in Boulder, Colorado. That's all the Pilates Mm -hmm. they know. There are people like you two and others who are young and not new at all, but considering where you're going to go now. The shift is happening. And then there are people who are my age, but they're new teachers. So they can't be considered, like it's that whole not next generation, but a next wave. What is somebody who has gone to a training program recently, um, closer to my age, what do I have to offer that person? So I'm opening it up, and I at first was just going to interview, like I had like four people in mind. And I thought, wouldn't that be a cool project? Um, so, yeah, passing the torch but still talking. So I want to be a part of it. I'm not willing to, um, I'm not willing to, you know, just give it up. But I think it's real interesting to listen and hear what's needed and what's wanted and then to move from that. And that's, I guess, the you know, the inspiration from Gloria Steinem and, and other things that I've been talking about. So I want to spend some time doing that. And then Chantelle and I had this idea that we could use that as a bit of a mini here, sort of an adjunct to the podcast mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so great. You know, it, when we were talking about this um, just a few days ago, Deborah, it, it just feels... You know, you said to me, you mentioned this to me some time ago, and uh, and we talked about it again, and I said, you know, I feel like the decision is made. Like, it's just already made. Like, I feel really, I have felt clear about that. You know, just my my experience of, of, of you, and I'm so excited. I just think it's the perfect thing, and it feels like such a special thing to be able to have the podcast, which you started to mm-hmm. be able to have it inspire you in the way that you've shared and to step away and, and investigate 
and and bring it back to contribute. Like, you know, not that that's like the whole thing and, and why you're doing it, but it just is so sweet, seems to me. Like, such an appropriate, um, like, you know, being tethered to all these wonderful people and different things and being able to like a yo-yo, you know, like swing away and, and then come back around and see what you can put in your net. And then it's great. I'm thrilled about it. I mean, that's Thank you. I miss you. Thank you because, you know, I, I felt really sad. And then when you were here, mm-hmm. literally when you were here with me this weekend, I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning and spent like two hours up and I, I thought, ah, I can put this together. And then I just felt so happy because, um, because I do have a commitment to contribute, you know? It's just that I, I have to be honest with myself about my energy and, and where my real interest is. Hmm. Well, we are very excited for the project. When you're talking yeah. to me about it, I'm like, that's, that's, that's going to be a great project. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. It, so people can, um, Chantel, people can, uh, can reach out to me if they're interested through the podcast, right? Yes. And so what we'll do is, so one, if this idea is interesting to you and you want to contribute and you want to chat with Deborah about it and be a part of it, you need to get in touch with her and do it sooner than later. And we'll put all of the information in the show notes, but I'll keep all the information in the show notes throughout the coming season. So, um, you know, you'll have it there and it, it basically will have her email address and also, we'll be keeping tabs on Deborah, so we'll we'll have you know we'll be able to share that with you and let you know where she's at in the world and 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 all of that. But yeah, certainly, um, we want the podcast to be a, a, a jumping off place for that conversation, and so we'll be keeping you um, in the loop. Um, yeah, and then and then you'll have like a special bonus. At some point, you know, in the near future, you'll have this all this extra juicy stuff to to mm-hmm. listen to and to read, and you know, I mean, it just keeps getting better. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Good. And I'll of course listen to all the podcasts and take notes. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> I have to yeah. buy the, the uh, legal pads in packs of five. You know, you think maybe I would just take notes on the computer, but I don't. (laughs) I mean, everybody's, everybody's got their way, you know, like you gotta, you gotta like nurture your juju fits in paper. All right. Well, what a wonderful way mm -hmm, to wrap things up. Well, A little long-winded, as we can sometimes be, but I think a beautiful opportunity to just really sit with all that's happened in season two. And if you know anything about the three of us, you know that we do like to inquire and be reflective. So hopefully you didn't fast-forward through too many of the parts, but we're able to enjoy and take it in. slow and long meandering through season two but we're really excited to offer you the next two episodes in fact we ended up recording 
the teachers debrief in two parts because we had such a wonderful group of teachers wanting to contribute. So logistically, we ended up recording two uh, slightly under an hour um, episodes for you. So those are going to be released really, really quickly in short order for you to dive into. As always, we would love it if you took a moment to hop onto iTunes and leave us a review or leave us a review on Spotify because we are fully, fully occupying that space. And reach out to us. Even though we're wrapping up season two, we are deeply interested in your feedback, your insights, your questions. We want to know what you want to know, who you want on the show, if you have any comments about the interviews or anybody we've had on this season. We just want to hear all of it. So reach out to us. You can email us at thinkingpilatespodcast at gmail.com. You can also leave your comments on specific shows in the show notes of the episodes, which live on thinkingpilates.com. That's where you're going to get all the the juicy tidbits on what James and Deborah and I are up to and new projects and all of that good stuff. So get in touch, stay in touch. Till next time, all I have to say is breathe deep and teach well, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you.